Welcome to Rips, Reps, and Revelations. I'm your host, Lynn Ruthless. And I'm co-host and producer, Blue the Barbarian. And today, uh, it's our very first episode. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, we've been developing this for over a year now. Um, so we're really excited to take you on this journey with us. Uh, our goal is actually to bring you a laid back and fun approach to all things wellness, uh, which will address facts, ideas, stigmas, and misconceptions uh, through conversations, confrontations, and collaborations. Very well said. Just a quick disclaimer before we get into our discussion for today. We may be bringing up sensitive topics, and if you are experiencing a crisis, we urge you to seek professional help immediately. We are not here to provide any form of professional services, and all views stated are personal and or backed by independent research. So then um, let's jump right into what wellness is. Uh, the uh, actual dictionary.com definition um, is that uh, wellness is a noun, meaning the quality or state of being healthy in body and mind, especially as a result of deliberate effort. Um, so, but what does that mean to us? Uh, for me, honestly, I was thinking, I was like, well, wellness, that means like being okay. Um, so, what, uh, but, you know, you could be okay with being sedentary. Right. So what, what, would what that, is that wellness? It's, it's, right. it's a very convoluted definition when it comes down to personal perspective versus like the definition, in my opinion. Right. Um, so how would you translate uh, wellness to someone who is sitting there saying, I mean, I'm fine with this. Meanwhile, they're just not taking care of themselves. Personal perspective. Right, I mean, so, to the definition, that's that's not wellness, obviously, as you just read. But, you know, as as we kind of have discussed this outside of this podcast, you know, sometimes your wellness for that day might just be the fact that you got up that morning. And survived. Right. Like your your survival for the day was your wellness. Yeah. I mean, it takes uh, some uh, sometimes a lot of just mental effort getting out of bed yeah, uh, and getting something to eat. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, it, it, it happens. Um, so uh, you were actually talking about that it's a, a battle. Yeah. I mean, as far as my viewpoint of wellness, um, which obviously for me comes from like my own personal experiences and what wellness means in, in my own journey. But when I think about wellness, I think about battle. I think about the struggle for wellness and how to incorporate wellness into your life with everything else that life demands of you. Right. So, uh, well, let's talk about the parts of wellness that we can, we'll be covering too. Um, as in like physical, mental, uh, spiritual, uh, even we won't, we, uh, we've been uh, brainstorming topics uh, to talk about and we even came up with financial wellness, um, and stuff like that. Yeah. And we, we, in this process of developing our podcast, as we said, we, we, have been going for over a year now in discussion with this. There are so many things that fall under the category of wellness that it's such a bigger conversation in general. Oh, it's huge. Um, there's so many aspects and avenues to attack um, and uh, ways that wellness is not addressed uh, right. where it should be in our society as a whole. As a, as a major whole. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the... The biggest aspects of wellness is is mental health, your mental and emotional health. Right. So let's define that as well. Um, 
Dictionary.com again like, is my go-to for that. Uh, so, uh, there's, they gave us two definitions. Um, and ironically enough, we both latched on to different definition, like different definitions that it came up with. Yeah, I like the first one here. Um, it's a, obviously a noun, mental health, and it is the psychological well-being and satisfactory adjustment to society and the ordinary demands of life. Um, so but to me, um, that means like you're able to cope better you know uh with just daily demands and fitting into the day-to-day routines of society and expectations of where you fit in like you know going to work doing your job taking care of uh you know participating in life right but upon hearing that definition my my first issue because i pick everything apart (laughs) numerous issues yes is um the satisfactory adjustment to society. There are so many issues with how society functions right now. Right. So, like, do you really want to consider mental health being an adjustment to our society? Well, I think also, I mean, dealing with uh, COVID and all the political um, aspects that are affecting our daily lives and between social media and the news that we're seeing, um, I think that being able to handle the stresses that even just hearing about a lot of this stuff can bring is an important part of mental health to address for yourself. Yeah, and that's that's one very specific aspect. But, I mean, look at your societal standard for health and beauty. Ooh. Is that something you really want to adjust your mental health to? Right. Well, uh, that's a very good point, very solid point where um, to clarify um, – how mental health actually applies Mm -hmm. Uh, because if you're not comfortable with that, there might be a reason and you might be like, follow your gut where that's not, that's not okay. Like, like the uh, Instagram models and, and Snapchat filters and And all that stuff. And like the fake bullshit. Right. It's going to make you question yourself at an unhealthy level. Right. Yeah. So, um, and we will be getting into all of these topics. Oh yeah. (laughs) Everything we have just mentioned, like every sentence, we're going to have an entire episode on um, just about. Uh, so which definition really stuck well, out to you? the second definition yeah. is the field of medicine concerned with the maintenance of, I'm sorry, maintenance or achievement of such well-being and adjustment. I mean, that definition more so speaks to the very specific medical nature of mental health, which also is not, you know, something to overlook because there are even issues with how mental health is treated medically. Yeah, um, a lot of people um, stigmatize seeking help for mental health Absolutely. because, yeah, they they um, want to you know just take a pill and you'll be okay kind of thing. And a lot, and nowadays now uh, people see that as just a problem that is just a quick fix solution that just leads to other problems. See, I don't agree with that. I don't think that people are just seeking out like a pill to fix all their problems necessarily. But I think that the medical aspect of mental health gives you no choice in that because if you go to your doctor and say that you're feeling sad or depressed, they don't necessarily tell you to find a therapist right away. If you're a good doctor, they do, but they'll just start throwing like Lexapro at you to deal with your problem. Yeah. Um, that is something interesting, but, um, my, what I was trying to get across is that like the way people view someone looking to get help for their mental health Mm -hmm. uh, and just taking a pill and, you know, taking that and leaving it at that. Instead of actually dealing with the root of the issue, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, 
whereas therapy is a very um, a broad kind of coverage that will lead you to um, start recovering? At some point in that journey, yes. It's a very long road, and I feel that that's not very well scripted in a way. Mm. Like people really don't talk about the fact that it takes a lifetime. It takes years and years and years to address all of these little nuances that go into your mental health. I am so glad you brought that up because that's like an excellent point that I like to uh, try to remind myself of, of bad habits and, mm-hmm. and health in general, wellness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, say, you know, I'm, I'm 33, about to be 34. I have habits that I've had since I was born that mm-hmm. developed and now, you know, uh, mental ways of thinking about myself, about society, about everything I do, everything other people do has been developed over 34 years. Right. Now, some of those are detrimental to myself. Uh, some of those are detrimental to people around me. Mm-hmm. And it may take another lifetime to even improve slightly in some of those areas. It's so true. I think, you know, one of my favorite And it's a very rough quote because I don't remember anything precisely. So I think that's something important to note about me (laughs) is that, um, you know, I have in our bios on the website, you'll see that I have been working in substance abuse for over 10 years now and have a degree background in all of it. And something that really stuck with me in the process was, you know, let's say you have spent 10 years in active addiction or 10 years struggling with something specific, 33 years, right? Because that's what we're talking about. Mm. You can't be walking through a journey for 33 years and expect to come out of it in a year. Right, like flip a switch right. and now you're healed. Right. It's, you know, you're walking through a forest, right? You're walking through a forest for 30 years. Do you mm. really think you can turn around and find your way out in the next year? Right. It, <laughs> I love it, that analogy too. It doesn't work. Yeah. I love that. Um, along the same lines of medication, uh, Arnold, uh, it, it, we're talking about, we talked about physical, so we're talking about, let's talk about fitness and, uh, and, uh, strength training here he goes there is no magic pill right even in that i mean he, uh, he's an uh, he's obviously used uh, performing enhancing drugs they're very open about it no. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean back then they weren't very open about it they just you know they had great gen- genetics you know every, every and they worked really hard um yes it wasn't the steroids beforehand or the weed after the workout None right of that. <laughs> nothing contributed to that but just hard work and genetics um course but no now they're very open about the the use of um, performance enhancing drugs uh, steroids mm-hmm. um stuff like that but um you know even at that point there's still a process right um right even using steroids your progress doesn't come overnight no you're not gonna wake up and be built like arnold and right arnold, or even you know a year but it's a very interesting focus that i feel like society has given us though because if you really think about like the diet industry right oh <laughs> exactly. That's all you can say when you talk about that. Oof. But when you really think about it, like anything that's advertised towards somebody to lose weight or gain muscle or whatever, it's a magic pill. You take this and in 30 days, you're going to lose 20 pounds. It's, it's right. you know, think about all the things like the raspberry ketone diet, uh, all of this crap. Your keto. Yeah. You know, HCG. I don't know if everybody remembers the HCG pill mm. that you could take and you lose weight and, you know, all of these different diets and supplements and pills that are marketed towards people who are struggling with wellness. Right. And it's actually worse in the long run. It is because it's been scientifically proven and we'll have to get the actual data on this. Yeah. Um, But it is, it's been proven that 
like yo-yo dieting basically, like going on a diet and then, you know, you're done with your keto diet, right? You did it for 90 days, right? And you come off of it. It's actually been statistically proven that those kinds of people who stay on these diets on and off actually gain more and maintain a heavier weight over time. That I actually was not aware of. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's that's actually been proven? Yes. Yeah, we're going to definitely have to look that yes, up. Yes, it's, uh, it's... That's interesting. You know, if you talk to any, like, registered dietitian or nutritionist, they can they will flat out tell you about the, the science behind it. Mm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm glad you brought up nutritionists, too. Um, you just bring up so many good points. Um, <laughs> uh, wealth of knowledge over here. Of course. Uh, and uh, that's what I mean. Uh, that's what we're talking about, overall wellness and um, dietitian. Uh, Something I hate when people say is I'm on a diet. I hate hearing that. Right. Because, because it's not. Whatever you're eating is your diet. Yes. You're, you're always on a diet unless you're dead. <laughs> well, again, that it goes back to the definition of diet. Like right. an actual book definition of diet has nothing to do with the fad diet of the moment. Right. Like something you're just doing for a certain amount of time. Right. Um, so if you you want to call yourself, uh, say you're on a diet, it's just, it's so hard to digest for me. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But poor um, pun intended. <laughs> exactly. Yes, very much so. Um, I, I just I made that up myself. Um, oh, I know. But <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it's just um, you have to look at your nutrition as a whole. Um, I don't like calling it a diet, basically. Well, and and, and again, it's you know when and I get where you're coming from, right? I get the the aspect of it now because if you would have talked to me ten years ago. I was on that diet, like every, whatever the fad diet was at the moment, that was me, like yeah, try, trying I, to stick to it. And I would do really good, right? I would do so well for, and I keep saying 90 days because I feel like that's the period, right? Where mm. you like give yourself an end thing. And, and the problem with the diet is you should never have an end in your diet. Right, right. It should never come to an end. And, and this is part of the problem. We need to learn in general as a whole how to incorporate Everything you love, everything you love to eat and put in your body, but in a healthier manner. Yeah, there's 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 ways to do it. Absolutely, it's a balance. Yeah, and that's that's where the second half of the definition of wellness is is a con concentrated effort, um, mm -hmm. and that has to be maintained. You can't just concentrate for ninety days, a quarter of a year, right? And um, think you're gonna walk away okay for the rest of your life, right? Yeah, you're gonna get the results in that time, but the second you kind of meet your your end goal. You, become yeah, but you don't maintain it. Right. Yeah. I, I like to uh, warn people um, who start a fitness journey, even a mental health journey, mm. about complacency. Yeah. Because once you start seeing results, it, it does become addictive. But then once you reach a certain satisfaction with where you're at, I've seen so many people, honestly, I'm on that slope right now, mm. um, uh, becoming complacent. Yeah. And then just kind of slowly, it does happen gradually, which is the scary part because you don't even notice it until you're like, you fell behind. Um, and then, you know, you lose a lot of what you worked. You, it takes a lot of work. So it feels, it feels that much worse when you lose progress on what you, what you achieved. Well, I think that's also why the definition of wellness is the way it is because it, it's a deliberate action. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't not continue to take that deliberate action constantly and expect to have the results you're happy with. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's like maintaining a car. You can't just... It's maintaining keep, anything. Yeah, you, you can't really just... think about it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You can't just put gas in it and go forever. Um, you can't. You, oh, man. Uh, you didn't... Oh, yeah. Well, today you learned something. <laughs> Hence the fact my inspection is about to be up in a day. But still, it's... it's. 
it's very important. And I think the the whole reason that we've been going through this podcast for as long as we have is because, you know, wellness really does encompass everything. We're sitting here talking about wellness and getting into maintaining a car. Like, oh, yeah, it's it's uh, very intensive. Um, and one of the reasons that I, I like this topic um, so much is because of that. I like mm-hmm. diving into just different aspects and perspectives of things. That's one of the reasons that I got the nickname Contrarian is because I would always fight even myself uh, on which side I was taking on something because I saw the merits of a lot of sides and perspectives. Um, Disclaimer, it's very annoying. Yeah. Oh, it is. I Believe me, I'm me, so it hurts. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to punch you in the face. Oh, yeah, me too. I want I've, 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 yeah. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> the the topic is just so, and it's and it's applicable to everybody. Yes, and it it doesn't matter where you are in your your wellness journey. We'll call it. You're on one constantly every day of your life. Every day that you wake up and breathe and you're living, you are on a wellness journey. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you're either uh, coming in the woods or going out. Or stuck in the woods. Yeah. You're trying to get out. I feel like that's a more accurate statement for yeah. the millennial generations that we are currently stuck in the woods. Yeah, we're wandering. <laughs> build a campfire, just set up camp sometimes, just, you know, take a break. Poorly built campfire. Right. Yeah. Of all of our trauma. <laughs> right. Well, that's why we're all open about therapy. Yes, and it's, you know, again, this is something we'll get heavier into during one of our future episodes, but... The, the generational difference in addressing mental health is something that to me is just so like oh, like mind-boggling. Yeah, and there's a very sharp line, I feel like. There is a very sharp line, absolutely. And that's one of the biggest things that scares me about mental health. Uh, I don't know if this, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's true in general, but men in particular struggle with getting help for mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very stigmatized. So that's relatable um, for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, that that's that's a scary thing because it's it's it feels like there is no end to the forest. It feels like you're there. It, the forest just keeps growing new trees at the end of it, even if you can picture an end. So. I mean, maybe the thing is we're not supposed to picture an end, though. You know what I mean? Because your your mental health and your wellness, your spiritual wellness, your physical wellness, all of it, there really is no end until the day you die. Yeah, it's true. I guess you just got to make the best of the the woods you're going through. Right. And that's why I feel like it's so important to not get so stuck on the past or or far into the future and really focus on what's within your grasp. Mm, yeah. Just do what you can every day. Yeah. Just, yeah. And that's what uh, another good topic is worrying for me and anxiety. Uh, and those are two separate things, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, I, I feel for those people who worry so much because you, it feels so irrational but at the same time, it's such a, a deep emotional struggle because it's like a fear uh, of everything going wrong. And there's really no merit to these things. And I, I've seen people who just worry about every single tomorrow and every single thing they have to do. And they, they just they work themselves up so much. Uh, and then everything still, you know, they do what they can. And they succeed and everything's fine, but they just keep worrying. And uh, I just wish I could just tell them it's okay. I mean, truthfully, it doesn't matter if you tell them it's okay. It's not going to stop that worry. And I think that is probably one of the harder pieces of this because from an outside perspective, it's always different, 
right? So like if you're worrying about something, I can easily tell you, like that's not a big deal. You really shouldn't be worrying about that. But to you, that's oh. everything. That's that's your world at the moment. And that's what you're going to focus on until it's over. And then when it's over, you don't think about it again. Right. Um, yeah, and that's the. I think that's part of the thing uh, that makes it so difficult is um, you. it's hard to realize the rationality or the lack of rationality, I mean, in the thought process. Right. I mean, why would you see that, though? Because to you, it's not a lack of rationality in the moment. Right. That's what Very you're going through. Yeah, that's what you're going through. It's black and white. This is this is going to go. This is this is hard. This is a struggle. Right. But this is exactly why wellness is such an independent struggle. Yeah. And it's like uh, the, all those aspects, they're weighted differently for each person. Yeah. Someone may love going to work out and be in great shape, but uh, have just a huge negative mental pressure about themselves or, or, or have a massive spiritual battle every day and uh, be under attack uh, spiritually. Uh, and, or otherwise, someone may have a great mental image, successful um, in their you know, self-worth and all that, but just be out of shape and can't get that under control. So everybody has mm-hmm. that different perspective. And it's what makes it so, that's another factor in what makes it so complicated. It is. Wellness is just like such an enigma as a whole to each person. Yeah, it's just, it's a real shame that our human brains, basically our human brains are us. Mm-hmm. Just We're just a, a meat sack carrying around our brain, who, which is actually us. And we know so little about the brain and, and how it works. And you can't control any of it either. Right. You can't go in there and flip some switches and, you know, go in and open up the hood and Oh, you know, you're leaking some blinker fluid. Right, that spark plug is bad. Let's <laughs> right. change Just it. Right, <laughs> pop it out and you're good to go. You're off well, to the races. I mean, they tried to do that. It was called a lobotomy. Oh, yeah, but, you know. Or shock therapy. Uh, yeah, we learned that the hard way. Didn't work. Yeah, no. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> Still. Spoiler. Did not work. <laughs> Spoiler alert for one of the, our future episodes. Yeah, it didn't work out so well. Didn't, didn't go as planned. Right. So what are some of the topics that we're going to end up dealing with? I mean, we have a very long list at this point. Yeah. Um, Actually, it's way longer than I expected at first. I, I but told there's you. so many more things to be put on there, and that's oh, the yeah. thing. Is like as we sit here and talk about stuff, I'm thinking like I think of more like every literally day. the how they used to treat mental health issues. Yeah, as that, we just talked about it, it hit me mm-hmm. on the head that I don't think it's on the list. It's not, and it should be. And it should be because. If you really want to think about science and exploration of medical and mental health and spiritual issues. Terrifying. It is It is terrifying because somebody terrifying. woke up one day and was like, oh, you have a twitch in your leg. Here's some cocaine and some electric shock. You'll be okay. <laughs> like, what? That's not, that's, Bro, that's what? not even a stretch. That not it's even not. a stretch. There was freaking cocaine and heroin and cough syrup. Yeah. Yeah, your cough was definitely gone, my man. That's one of my favorite memes is, you know, oh, you got a cough, do some cocaine about it, you'll be all right. Yeah, and they <laughs> and it was like literally not a joke. I know. There's um, an actual label somewhere, like a picture of a label that had cocaine on it, and it was cough syrup. Magic. Solved all the problems. <laughs> was it? You still had your cough, but you just couldn't remember it. But hey, you know what? <laughs> problem solved. I guess. <laughs> you had no problems, you mean. Yeah, so... uh Oy. What a Oy. mess. What a mess our society has been. Oh, my goodness. But you know what it also makes me think about? In 30 to 50 years down the line, they're going to look at the back of the stuff <laughs> we did and be like, what the hell 
were you thinking? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Barbarians. People were fucking crazy. <laughs> they gave them drugs for that? <laughs> These <laughs> drugs? What? Oh my goodness. Yeah, that actually reminds me of a Star Trek. I, th- I don't remember if it was one of the uh, episodes or a movie um, where uh, I think it was Bones. Um, they, somebody had a head injury. I couldn't stand him. <laughs> really? I hated him. Oh, he's one of my favorites. Ugh. Um, but uh, he, someone had a head injury and it was swelling. Um, and they were going to drill a hole to relieve the fluids. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what I think we still do today um, at, to a certain point. It depends, but. Right. <laughs> they, they needed to drain the fluids. Right. And he's like, he brings over his, you know, t- high tech, you know, healing equipment. And he, he's like looking at what the doctor's about to do. And he's like, what is wrong with you? You're going to drill a hole <laughs> in his head? head? Yeah. <laughs> like that kind of that stuck with me so much because I'm like, yeah, we we you know that's a thing. Yes, because again, <laughs> in 50 years they're gonna look back at what we did and be like, uh, oh my god, this is this is inhumane. It's not, oh my goodness, what have yeah. you done? We've come so far. I know, uh, but you know, I love how we say that to this day. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, and we have though, we have come really far, um, and I'm excited to see what comes in the future for. For for wellness, and as a matter of fact, and I just hope it doesn't go too far in the wrong direction because it easily can. I mean, in a lot of ways, I think we already are kind of over that edge. So you think we're past some point of no return in some regards? No, I said in some ways we mm. are, but or a lot of ways. My apologies, but you know, I think the real first step in managing wellness is taking the stigma out of it. Yeah, that's that's one of my main, uh, you know, passions in this uh, show that we're gonna do is um, talking about stigma and trying to uh, at least bring a little bit of light to whoever hears. Um, <laughs> the three people we're gonna have. Yeah, no, three thousand, no. three hundred thousand, literally three. I can on my hands. Oh, that's four. I'm holding up the number four. There you go. Optimism. Optimism. <laughs> I know exactly. Freudian slip. Who's gonna be listening? Yeah. Right away. Mm-hmm. But that's fair. And I apologize ahead no. of time. Don't apologize for nothing. My language is going to offend some people. No. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's going to be a great time. It is. And, and I'm very much so looking forward to future episodes and what we're going to be kind of bringing and talking about and the feedback yeah, from people um, and our listeners. That's going to be very important. We definitely have some avenues open uh, to contact with us, and um, we're going to. We will be bringing more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, we want we want to bring in. Uh, um, uh, I guess we can call it a Q and A. Yeah. Um, the questions that we want to address. Um, you can shoot us questions that had to do with this episode. We're, that's what we'd like to do. Specific, like, prioritize is questions about what we talked about. But if anything you think of really regarding wellness. Because um, there's plenty of things, you know, uh, to talk about. Your own experiences, your own, you know, topics, any judgments you've received in trying to deal with your issues. Exactly. And, you know, we really, it's very important to us to make this a platform where there is interaction yeah, in, we, in a very heavy component. Yeah, definitely. Um Obviously, if we get too many, we can't address them all. But um, if we get similar questions, we'll just yeah. kind of lump it. But like, you know, it's, it's. On a topic like this, we talk about the importance of getting rid of stigma and everybody being involved. And this is kind of our way of trying to help that a little bit, I think. Definitely. Get everybody on the same page here. Let's all get amazing quality of life and uh, mental health 
all together and we'll we'll make progress you know right here right now <laughs> that was very uh ambitious covered in sparkles and glitter and rainbow you want to do this one again <laughs> yes <laughs> magical solutions just wave your wand right i just did twice i got twice in today did you well you know we're making, being very ambitious I, I that's fine um so anyway one way we uh we have an email address to lynn herself lynn ruthless 125 and you G want my opinion yeah um <laughs> we'll try to reply to the email itself um Yes, or, well, my email Lynn. is Lynn Ruthless, L-Y-N-N-R-U-T-H-L-E-S-S-125 at gmail.com. Yes, shoot an email about anything. Um, and Just no dick pics, please. Yeah, of course. Good block. I, that's not an of course. Well, that's a given. In this society. <laughs> well, it should be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, we also, um, have our Facebook page up and running. Yep. Our Facebook page is set up. It's, it's reps and revelations. Yeah. Um, I think you can go right to it. If you go to facebook.com slash rips, reps, revs, all one word, R I P S, uh, R E B S R E V S. <laughs> Somebody um, can't spell. If you also just search in the search bar, rips, reps, and revelations, it'll, it's the first one that pops up. Yeah. It's the and sign. Yes. Um, so that'll be fun to see, uh, get some, uh, you know, interaction with you guys. Yes. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Yeah. And, and talk. Uh, uh, if you don't want your subject brought up on our shows, make sure you let us know. Uh, we're or not even gonna... if you want it brought up anonymously. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we won't do names anyway. <clears throat> um, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's what we're all about. And we're, we're going to definitely uh, have a great time with this. So um, Definitely join us again. And thank you for checking this episode out. If you made it all the way to the end, we appreciate you very much. So, uh, you're the real MVP, guys. <laughs> the real MVP. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on Rips, Reps, and Revelations. Uh, once again, I'm Blue the Barbarian. And I'm Lynn Ruthless. And we'll see you next time. Bye.